What up, what up, what up? Your boy's back again. I know you missed me. Don't worry. I'm here. And we got some shit to talk about. But first of all, let me tell you guys, the reason I have not been really, uh, let's say, uploading as many podcasts as I was before is just probably because I've been really trying to limit my screen time when it comes to my phone. I've noticed I have a really big addiction when it comes to social media and just being on my phone. And it's something I just kind of wanted to work on, uh, especially this month. I mean, I'm doing this whole uh, sober October thing and trying to keep clean, no drinking this whole month. So at least we'll see how that goes. But yeah, man. I've been really trying to just limit the amount of time because I know there'll be some times where I just go to open something like Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat. I'll I'll open it and I'll just be sitting there. I'll be scrolling and I'll just be looking at stuff. I'll be looking at stuff for what seems like, like just hours. Like it just goes and goes and goes. And then you go to close the app and almost subconsciously you open it again even though you're like oh yeah I'm gonna close this so I don't go on it and then not even five minutes later I open it again and I was just like yeah man that's not good that shit's addictive for real so I mean I've been limiting it I've been keeping up with all this MMA news going on shit has gone crazy since I last talked to you guys um, Kevin Holland, I'll, I'm going to talk a little bit about that right now. He is back from retirement, had the world's quickest retirement. It was all of what, a week or two? Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. My cat keeps scratching the damn chair. Hey, get out of here. All right, all right. So yeah, Kevin Holland, man, what the heck? Iver, uh, reti- I mean, everyone was kind of saying, they're like, oh yeah, his retirement was uh, premature. Uh, a lot of people were trying to say, oh, it was because he lost to Chemayev and he just, you know, I talked about it on the last episode. They just thought that that was it. Like, But no, man, I think from what I heard in the interview he did with Ariel Hawani was that he was upset because D-Rod got a fight uh, and they didn't uh, run the bat. He wanted it to be ran back right away. He wanted Holland. He wanted himself versus D Rod, and Rodriguez has a different fight, so that's not happening. So he was kind of pissed and he was salty. So he was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm done with this. Whatever." But now they're giving him a better fight, in everyone's opinion, including his own. He's going to be fighting. Steven Wonderboy Thompson. So that's going to be a good fight. That's going to be happening in December. It's going to be the main... Uh, it's going to be the head, main card for... What pay-per-view is that? Mm-hmm, let me go through here. Oh, it's actually a fight night. It's not even a pay-per-view. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be December 3rd. My ass thought it was going to be a pay-per-view. That's even better. And that fight night is going to be looking good, too. We got... We don't got too much announced, actually. But, I mean, with a headline like that, as long as no one falls through, that'll be a good fight. I'm interested to see what happens, because Kevin Holland's got really good stand-up, but, I mean, the Wonder Boy, Mr. Karate Kid, 
I mean, he's the blonde Daniel uh, LaRusso. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the Cobra Kai. I've watched the Cobra Kai, but man, Stephen Thomas could be right on that show. <sighs> Sipping my water. Sober October. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's stay off uh, social media a little bit more. Kevin Holland, he's back. And let's talk about the fights this weekend. So, this is going to be UFC fight night. We got Grasso versus, I want to butcher her name, uh, Vivian Adahanjo. Adahanjo. I think that's how you say it. It looks like Grasso is going in as a minus 225 favorite into this fight. Which, I mean, looking at both their records, I mean, that makes sense. They have the same amount of losses. Grasso's got a little bit more wins. She just seems like the more dominant fighter. Should be a good fight. Um, I don't really have a prediction on it. If I was going to lean one way or another, I'd probably lean towards the favorite just from what I've seen. I mean, but I'm not, like, like I said, that's no science behind it just kind of like uh looking at the numbers i'm just gonna say probably grasso going into this one do i think she gets a finish i don't think so if anything it'll probably go to the decision um co-main event for this card we got uh cub swanson versus jonathan martinez cub swanson's been around for a while i even remember when i was a major casual in the MMA game hearing his name before maybe the only reason I remember his name is because it's such a unique name but I do know this I've went back and I've watched some of his fights and kind of looked at it guy's got power in his hands but he's getting up there in age he's going into this fight as a plus 175 dog Jonathan Martinez is a minus 205 right now favorite I don't know I kind of want to go with Cub Swanson, but at the same time, I just don't have enough vested in this fight to really care one way or another. So I think, if anything, I'd hope for, let's see if the dog's going to pull it out. Cub Swanson, maybe this one's going to go in his favor. I don't think this one's going to go to the decision, though. Either way, I don't think this fight's... uh, this fight's going to get finished. I think this fight's not going to the decision. So let me just say that. Uh, next fight I want to talk about on this card is uh, Ascar, uh, Ascravo? As, As, Ascar Ascravo. I can't even say his name. But yeah, he's going to be fighting Brandon uh, Royava. Uh, Brandon is a uh, plus 200. Brandon, he's funny. He's the one. He's got the nickname Raw Dog. And uh, I love watching his fights. But he's going in as a plus 200 underdog. And he is going to be my dog pick of the week. I think he's going to go. He's going to get it done. Uh, if you follow some more of the UFC podcast, there's a podcast called No Bets Bard, hosted by uh, GC and get his uh co-host but it's a really good podcast i like to listen to it to get some of my bets they have this whole thing where they say flyweights never or flyweight unders are the like always they always bet on flyweight unders and they said they're seven and oh so far 
I kind of I kind of agree that it's a good bet to make, but at the same time, uh, I think I'm just gonna if I was gonna place a bet on this fight, which I probably am going to end up placing a bet on this fight, I'm gonna place it on the raw dog. We're gonna raw dog it up in here, Glizzy style. You already know. Just want to do a quick shout out real quick. Uh, my brother-in-law. Yep, it's a brother-in-law now because uh, me and Ellie are married. But his birthday's coming up. We're having a party for him on Saturday. It's going to be pretty lit, but excited for that coming up. So, yeah, that's my weekend plans. I'm going to be doing that. and Yeah, man, I'm going to be watching these fights. Uh, we're going to have the fights on for him. It's his 21st birthday party. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. It's going to be tempting. I'm not trying to drink right now. But uh, me and Ellie are going to be making him a bunch of jello shots for his party. And it's going to be a good time. Kids are going to run around. They'll have the fights on. I'll probably stay and watch some of the fights there. Yeah. So, shit. Alexander the Volk. Alexander the Great. Volnoski. He is the backup going into 280. I know you guys have probably seen this if you follow MMA like I do. Alexander uh, Volonovsky, who is the champion at 145, is the backup going into 280's main event, Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. And that's a title fight, too. Technically, it's for the Vankman belt at 155 after Charles missed weight in his last fight, but we all know that 155 has a champion, and his name is Charles Oliveira. And you guys already know how I feel about that fight. I got 50 going on Charles. I think Charles is going to do it. I think he's going in way underrated. And Anthony Smith said it best. I'm done betting against Charles Oliveira. Because I counted him out against Justin Gaethje. I counted him out against Dustin Poirier. I just... I didn't think that he had... I think... I just... I've just been doubting him, but he has a fucking fire under his ass, and he's been moving like it, man. He really has been. But it's kind of exciting to see that Alexander is trying to go for that double champ champ style, and I think he is ranked pound pound for pound the best fighter in the UFC. So, yeah, man, go for it. You don't see. I saw this article, or no, it might have just been a post. See, social media, man. I need to get off it. But anyway. I seen this post, I think, there was a link to an article, talking about how it shows you that MMA is already over boxing, because boxing, like, I, I forgot who they showed, but a lot of boxers, they're just trying to fight, like, the champions of boxing organizations, they're just trying to fight, like, under-ranked, like, basically chumps, who they know they're going to get this win, they know they'll get money for, blah, 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 MMA guys, Best fighter in UFC, pound for pound, Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, Volkanovsky. He uh, could be just fighting anybody in his division. They could have a fight with one of those guys coming up, which isn't an easy fight, but definitely isn't as hard as him trying to go for this double champ champ title status. So it's really good to see and makes me happy to be a fan of this sport because I really do think that this MMA and the UFC in particular, are just going to be blowing up. Uh, also, on Errol Hawani's show, the MMA Hour, he was talking to the 
owner of the one championship fighting league i think i just butchered that but uh one one championship which i've talked about a little bit it's really big in singapore it's got a lot of like uh influence over the asian community when it comes to mixed martial arts now that i told you before they signed a deal with amazon prime and they've had one show so far on it what i didn't know is i know they were planning eventually having some shows in the states they're going to be having multiple shows in the states which i'm really excited about because i think one championship could be another top contender in the mixed martial arts companies like it's and the cool thing about them is they run other than just mma fights they have jujitsu matches they have uh, muay thai fights they have uh i think they even said they do some boxing it's gonna be awesome i hope we get to see more of them and yeah man i'm excited about it so let's get out of this uh, mma talk for a little bit because i know you guys uh get a little bogged down in the details um over this last weekend when i didn't have fights to watch what did i do is uh probably the six of you who listen are probably wondering and good question the six of you who are listening i whooped my friend's ass in some mini golf man and i'm gonna tell you guys right now all of you anyone who's listening to this right now you don't want smoke in mini golf I played it on my honeymoon, I play it on any vacation that I can, when it's nice enough outside and uh, I ain't got nothing to do, I'll go hit up that mini golf course, man, I I don't know, man, I love it, I love the angles, I just, it's my game, you don't want smoke, I'll put money on it, I'll beat anybody right now, not even lying, not kidding, not joking, it's facts, straight facts. All right, all right. Anyway, back to it. Uh, so recently, still some little, a little bit of non-MMA. I've been really trying to clean up my diet lately. And uh, my big goal was after the honeymoon, which the honeymoon was awesome. I don't know if I really got to talk about it too much, but we, wanna, we went up somewhere nice in uh, Door County, actually, is what it's called. It's a nice part of Wisconsin and uh yeah a nice part of wisconsin that's probably a sentence you guys never thought you would hear (laughs) but uh yeah no it's pretty nice up there they got a lot of wineries and breweries and a lot of drinking so yeah basically wisconsin and uh and they got a lot of other stuff too like mini golf and uh bowling and more drinking but anyway we went up there so you can see what type of people we are but we went up there for our honeymoon. Lots of fun. Did the mini golf, like I said. Went a shit ton of times. We went out drinking. Uh, got a couple's massages. Uh, went out to some fancy dinner. Uh, oh, but the coolest part when we were up there, we did one of these tours, right? We did the, uh, it was the wine, beer, and spirit tour. Which I keep having to tell Ellie. She wants to say spritz or spritz. I'm like, no, it's spirits. Spirits is liquor, like hard alcohol. 
she said i think it's called spritz i'm like no you're stupid it's spirits um but i'm gonna let her keep saying it it's funny it's funny it's it's unique like her but anyway we went on our wine beer and spritz tour (laughs) and it was it was pretty cool so you go to this place you leave your car they take you on this like nice trolley bus it's you and like 30 other people so and you each get your own like me and ellie sat next to each other and they bring you to a bunch of different spots so the first place we went to was like a winery and uh cheese place and at each place you go they do like a sample a private sample so it's like we got to try a bunch of different wines and cheese pairings it was nice uh and then afterwards you have some time to shop at those places then you get back on the bus and they bring you to the next place next place we went was a distillery pretty cool distillery uh, had a cool like little water feature on the inside of the building it was huge it was connected to a brewery so it was like or no it was connected to a winery so it was a little bit of a twofer so we got the, the first part we went to is the, the distillery they sat us in this nice little lounge room and each of us got a flight of these mixed drinks uh, it was like a Mai Tai, a Bloody Mary, uh, I think it was a Mule, and there was something else. And uh, they, were, they were pretty good. And I personally don't like Bloody Marys, and I actually enjoyed this one. I'm not a big tomato guy. just don't like the mouthfeel of tomatoes, but this one was pretty good. It wasn't too tomato-y, if you know what I mean. Anyway, by this point, we get to the... After we get to try stuff in the distillery, tour guide's like, hey tour guide too awesome his name's ronnie five star cool dude cool dude for real uh he was a funny funny little short guy from new jersey who happened to be touring people around wisconsin so yeah anyway he brings us uh he's after we try the stuff in the distillery he's like all right you guys can walk over the wineries in the building it's connected he said you guys go over there and they'll see you're with the group you guys each get some samples over there so we went over there and by this point ellie's not as big of a drinker as me i mean she drinks occasionally she does her wine and stuff like that but she can't really uh she gets drunk pretty easy so she was already feeling it at this point and she was like laughing and she's like oh my god this is so much fun so it was just a good time she was stumbling we went over we tried a bunch of wines after that get back on the bus again we went to another winery this winery was pretty uh pretty fancy in my book it was a little too uh snooty for me but the wine and the wine was kind of like drier on the drier side and your boy if i'm drinking wine i want it to taste good because wine's not going to fuck you up as easy so if i'm drinking it it better taste decent this stuff had a lot more of a dry where if you're more sophisticated you probably enjoyed it but i'm not sophisticated enough to enjoy it so we went from there then we ended up uh, getting back on the bus and we went to a brewery and we had lunch lunch was included on the tour so the brewery was connected to the restaurant that we got lunch at uh so we got lunch and then went downstairs to the brewery got to try some beers the beers were pretty ass i mean the ones i tried at least Uh, And then after that, they brought you back to your car and let you drive drunk. But it was a good time. I mean, 
I was never too intoxicated, but I enjoyed it. It was a really good time, and I would do it again. I recommend it if you're ever in the Wisconsin Door County area. They're not a sponsor of the podcast, but if they want to be, hey, Ronnie Five Stars, hit your boy up. I'll get you on. Welcome to something. You never know. Things are happening. Boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, where I went off on a little tangent. So yeah, I was trying to clean up my diet, right? And my big thing was I really wanted to, after the honeymoon, this is another reason why I did Sober October. Not just because like Joe Rogan and his friends are doing it because you know your boy listens to Joe Rogan and them. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, we drink like every day out there and I drank quite a significant amount. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give my body a month of just no drinking and just let everything kind of chill relax i'm gonna try to work out every day and i really want to clean up my diet me and ellie both want to clean up our diets but it's so goddamn hard because you can buy healthy food all you want but healthy food's not always the easiest food to make at least it's not for us but we're working on it so it's just something that i'm trying to keep in mind like hey let's uh it's limited about the amount of trash we eat. Let's try to eat healthier stuff and less calories, dense stuff, and make sure we're kind of getting the macronutrients and all that stuff under control. Try to get my vitamin game back up. So hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to clean it up. Some more work enough. We even talked about maybe even contacting like a nutritionist. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, so, oh, UFC news, breaking news. It's not really breaking news. This article is seven hours old at this point. But UFC partners with Meta VR. So you guys know Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, Zucker, 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 Zucker. Yeah, Zuckerberg. He's been uh, hanging around the UFC. A lot of people have noticed that lately. I mean, there was a bunch of controversy at one of the last fight nights because... Apparently, everyone thought that Mark Zuckerberg had rented the place out, but uh, from multiple sources, I found out. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't rent it out. They basically invited him to come, and they were like, yeah, we're just going to let you and all your friends and stuff have this arena, which I'm guessing is kind of ties back to this deal they made with Meta for VR, for basically... You can watch the fights now on Fight Pass live and on demand on VR, which is kind of cool. If you, but if you think about it, who's gonna use this? Cause I'm not. Whenever I watch fights, I'm watching it on my TV. I've had a VR headset. I actually sold it because I didn't use it that much. But don't get me wrong. Some of the games you play on it were badass. They were pretty fun. But it's. It's not something that you can do constantly. I mean, you could, I guess, but why would you? It's not really... It's for someone who doesn't really want to have real friends. Because when you're in that VR headset, if you have real friends and you're hanging out and you have a VR headset on, someone's fucking hitting you in the nuts. I mean, I'm sorry, but like... It's just so easy to fuck with people when they got those headsets on. So why would I put this headset on to watch a fight 
and then if I have people over, let's say I'm watching it, I got my headset on, I'm streaming it on the TV as well, people are sitting around me, they see a guy's about to get punched, I'm sitting there looking at it like I'm in there, wham, someone slaps me in the nuts, I ain't not trying to have that happen, it's, it's just, it's not on my radar even, man, I mean, yeah, you put other stuff, I mean, they like to put the X-rated stuff on the VR, and your boy doesn't think that's a bad idea, but... If you're putting fights on there, no, I can't do it. I played some cool games, don't get me wrong. There was that uh, Super Hot was like this Matrix X game where you're just like having to dodge stuff. And I I ran into a wall once, so it's not completely uh, idiot proof, but it was fun. It was fun. But VR watching the fights, I don't know. We'll see. Right now. I don't know. I'm going to have to put it as a hard maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, lastly, let's talk about something. Something uh, a little sappy on the sappy side. Sappy, sappy, like a tree. Sticky, icky, sappy. Um, so today, driving around on my day job. Just chilling, you know. I was about to pick up some lunch. I was in area... There's a town over from where I live, and I was like, you know, I used to work out here at this uh, little, quick little restaurant place, and uh, I was like, you know what, let me pick up a sandwich from there. I don't think any of the same people work there anymore, but, you know, they probably got some of the same food, and it's in a strip mall. So I pull into a strip mall, I go to park, I don't park that close because it's a pretty busy strip mall, it's got like a bunch of like a grocery store and a bunch of other shit in there. I'm looking... My sign's not there anymore. Typing into Google, I'm like, okay, what's going on? It says it's open. I look, I drive a little closer. There's nothing left. The building's gone. It's not there anymore. Well, the building's there, but I mean, shit's not in there. Empty. I'm like, wow, man. Like, five years ago, six years ago, I was working here probably close to 40 50 no it was more than 40 it was probably like closer to 50 55 hours a week probably even longer i had just gotten out of high school or like it was a couple years after high school and i was a manager because i had worked at that place since i was 16 the company not that exact location and dude i would just i was pouring my life into that place i had a whole different i was thinking i was sitting there in my work van parked looking at this empty building and just thinking of hours spent in front of this place because i would i still lived in the town i live in now so i'd drive a good like 30 minutes to work and 30 minutes back which isn't bad but when you're that young and i was working a lot of hours a lot of nights i was just like man so much time that i invested into this place and it's just closed now and I wonder, it was hard for me to leave that place when I did leave it because I didn't think that I was good enough at the time for anything else. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not working as a fucking doctor or a scientist or something really cool now. But I'm doing something now that I didn't think I would even be able to do back then. I mean, I went from a food service job back into a retail job, but then that retail job gave me the benefits to 
advanced my career into something else, which was really cool. And now I'm into like this engineering gig and I've been in it for the last year and I've just learned so much as a person and grown so much as a person. So to look at that place and think, wow, cause I, I didn't get fired. I mean, I could have got fired and stuff I used to do back then, but I didn't get fired. I quit on my own accord. And I remember quitting because I hated that job at the time. I hated the hours, hated the people. I didn't hate the coworkers that I managed, but I hated some of the upper management that I had to deal with. And it was just a toxic work environment. So to see it close now, it just like for a second, I felt like I was in like a movie and I was like picturing, I was like, man, what would my life be like if I never had quit there? I probably wouldn't have the family I have now because uh, me and Ellie, we actually met when I was working at this job I have now. And I wouldn't have my son then. I wouldn't have all of her family, which I mean, I've grown to love and endure. I wouldn't have the house I have now, all the animals I have. It's just crazy. Things could have been so different. If I didn't make that choice, I could have been working there until it closed. I could have worked there and got fired and done something else. I could still be working in food. I could weigh 300 pounds, 350 pounds or something from eating fast food every day and not taking care of my body or giving myself time to work out ever. There's so much things I could have done. Uh, So this is a little message to you guys. If you're in a job you really don't like, or if you're in a relationship you don't really like, and you don't think you're good enough for that thing or that job or for whatever, you're you're always better than you can always be better than what you think you can be. You just gotta really just take that chance. It wasn't easy, and I didn't think I was gonna last. There was close times when I first made the switch that. I could have gotten fired and I was close to getting fired. I was close to losing everything. But I just kept putting in the work and yeah. I know it was a little sappy, but I thought I'd put a little bit of a little moral in this story just so you guys could get get a little knowledge out of this. So just remember, I mean, even when things are looking rough, you never know. You can turn shit around real quick. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys. Another thing I might not have right now, if I didn't leave that job, would be this podcast. I was never ambitious enough to do something like this. Yeah, I was good at talking to people as a manager, but I was more or less good at kissing ass. Which I don't have to do that anymore as an engineer. I can be I can be me as an engineer. I, can, I don't really have to walk around and walk on eggshells and make sure I'm not saying the wrong thing. Because the customer is always right. My customer, when I'm working, is making sure the part's working for the people that need to use it. And uh, I want to have this podcast because I want to have time for this podcast. I'd be too busy fucking off because well, all I was doing was partying and working and eating. And I was probably going to end up doing that till I freaking died early death or something. So just remember, you can do it. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, sorry that was a little bit more of a sappy note to end on. Hope you guys are ready for these fights this weekend. So after this weekend, we are off for another weekend. But don't you fret. 
You bet your boy will be back for a special episode of Welcome to Something. I'll probably end up doing something special for that episode. We'll see. Maybe I'll have a guest on. Maybe I'll talk about some random shit. Maybe it won't be MMA related at all. Who knows? But then leading up after that week, we have the best, hopefully, pay-per-view of the year. UFC 280. The one I've been waiting for and the one I've been creaming my sheets about. I've been telling you guys day in, day out, pot in, pot out. You know it. You love it. You got to have it. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about that podcast. It'll be something. Until then, thanks for listening. Share it with a friend. And you're welcome to something. Peace. La 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 la